Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Sushi Slay Show. I'm Heather. I'm Chauncey, and today we have an amazing guest and a really good friend of ours, Vicky Louise. Please introduce yourself and how amazing you are. Thank you so much for having me. So fun to be here. Um, so yeah, I'm Vicky Louise. I call myself the reformed hustler turned time hacker because I was probably like many of you, the person that was doing all the things and filling all my time and felt like I'd reached that point of like, I can't give any more and I'm not moving any more forward. So um, we're going to speak all about how I overcame that today. I'm going to give you guys some tips and tools. I also, um, fun fact, I'm calling in from France, which is nice. And I host, <laughs> I host uh, my own podcast called Fuck Anxiety and Get Shit Done. <laughs> I, I mean, that. I can't come up with a better name. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> like you, thank you thank you for putting it in a better term we're like yeah just fuck it so I love it oh my gosh well um we kind of today we're talking about like time management skills and strategies for success but before we dive straight into that I kind of want to talk about you you talk a lot about being a reformed hustler and then how to kind of teach people to optimize their time so that they get like 50% of, you know, they get done what they took a whole day in like 50% of the time. So let's just dive right into that because I want to know how you do that. And teach us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please. Definitely. Yeah. So it's all about how can we achieve more in 50% of the time. And part of that is when we are coming at things so how i t how i define hustle is it's like a mindset it's it's when we are doing things to prove that we are good enough we're doing things to prove that we are successful so when we're doing things um from like that net negative space we're already disempowering ourselves and we're more likely to take on more than we can chew we're more likely to say yes when we mean no we're more likely to decide that we can get 20 things done in a day when no human can and we're not robots and we're yeah we're not meant we're to not be, machines guys we're yeah not we're machines. not robots <laughs> and that's a good thing but we forget that sometimes right all the all time, the time. Vicky. All, the time. <laughs> all the time this morning all the time <laughs> this morning alone <laughs> yeah. you're like so i'm not doing 20 things today what? i really thought i had like a lot of things and i was like no i can breathe a little bit so yes i am part of the reason why people are stressed out yes <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> um so yeah it's really about like optimizing and committing to doing less but doing it really well and if that means disappointing someone if that means missing a deadline if that means pulling out of a project that you said you would do the idea is like everyone is going to benefit from that not just you the team is also going to benefit from not having someone that doesn't have the time or energy to, to commit as well um so for example i just remember coaching someone like a year ago and she literally had 20 things on her to do and was getting none of them done because when we have too much to do it's like hello, overwhelm, procrastination, and then nothing gets done. And then we just add those 20 things to the next day and so on and so forth. So it's not actually that difficult to achieve more in half the time because we are so inefficient in how we use our time to begin with, not out of mistake of our own because 
We're literally never taught these tools. Like no one at any point is like, hey, now you're not in school or in a structured environment. Let me teach you how to optimize your time. So in school, we are taught to be busy and to fill the hours. And as adults, as entrepreneurs, as women with multiple roles, like we end up completely, you know, full in our lives. Um, And then the idea of taking time to do something like time management is like, what are you talking about? (laughs) I don't have time for time management. So basically kind of like what I'm hearing is you're just basically saying no more. Like you're just not saying yes to things that aren't going to drive you to the goal that you ultimately want. Right. You're just saying no. So that's like a big part of it saying no but really it can break down into three things one is managing your brain and dropping the self-deprecating like descriptions Mm. that we carry around like I'm just indecisive (laughs) I'm just a procrastinator this is just who I am I'm just a people pleaser like really like I really don't care who we've been in our past anyone that's showing up and describing themselves that way it's like you are putting yourself in that self-fulfilling prophecy loop that's like quicksand sucking away your time and your power and your creativity and all of those things so really it breaks down to like describing yourself as the person you want to be like I am actually able to make decisions I actually do things when I say I'm going to do them I am willing to say no like all of that so that's like the first one the second one is actually making quick decisions and implementing them because maybe you ladies have experience with this. I have a lot of experience with this. This was like me to a T was making decisions and then like not actually implementing yes. them. So I'd be like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oops. That's us. Like, yeah, it's all of us, right? Yes. And so what I teach is like a decision not implemented is a decision not made. We don't get to give ourselves credit for making a decision if we're not implementing And for example, that could be in the saying no thing. So I have a client who took on more than she could chew and was like, oh, like I know that I need to drop doing this. So I've decided I'm going to, but she's not told anyone else. So not only is she doing it, she's also carrying the mental energy and the fear of like letting them down. So it's like doubling her mental load instead of just like the moment I've decided it, I'm just gonna have that conversation with the person and get it done because these uncomfortable conversations don't actually get easier with time. No, they get harder and they start weighing on you. And then it's Ah, like, you, you are, it's one of those things where it's like, you're thinking about it and then you're not doing it, but then you're thinking about, how you need to do it and that's taking up more time and that's causing more more loss of energy it's like it's a nice spiral that it creates a cycle (laughs) that I hate that I'm part of but yes (laughs) I'm on that slide there and there but no like it's just stressful it brings you down you get like sick because you're like oh I should say this yeah but yeah I'm part of that cycle yeah um I used to like I was gonna say I used to like wake up in the mornings thinking about the like <gasps> the conversation I needed to have that I hadn't had like that would be like my wake up yeah. oh my gosh no that's so bad oh to start your day out like that you're just like shoot I need to, I need to do this yeah. and then you never do it yeah, never. <laughs> yeah. um go. what was the third thing you said that there's a few things yes yes the third thing is all about how we approach failure and rejection 
Um, and really what I mean by this is, I mean, like with program to avoid failure from our evolution, because failure used to be like failing to find shelter, which was deadly. Um, and then we are, as kids, programmed to avoid failure in schools. And then welcome to the big bad world where like, do you really want to live a carbon copy of what someone else is doing? Because you're never going to do as good a job. So the only way to succeed is through failure. And when we avoid failure, we avoid success. When we avoid rejection, it's kind of like even like, you know, the job that you didn't get. I, there's jobs that I didn't get that I was like, oh my God, I so want this job. And now I'm like, I'm so <laughs> glad I didn't get that job. Like, thank you, right? But how, how we, how we, what we make that mean about us and how we respond to that is the difference between, oh, I'm never gonna be able to get a job. I'm not gonna, like that spiral, which like, again, all of this comes from my own experience. Like, it's not like, <laughs> I never do any of this. It's like, I get it. Um, and the more we can learn about like how to not just learn from the failure, but actually implement something. So we want to be learning and implementing very quickly. You'll, you'll see this theme come up a lot in terms of how do we achieve more in half the time? It's all about implementation, really. Okay. So true. See now, and then that makes me want to kind of dive into like implementation. How do I do this? How I mean, I we talked about it. We, we put some nice words around this, but how do I actually do it? Yeah, please tell us, because I need it for my own self. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, you do it messy. <laughs> that kind of ties into point three, right? Uh, so we make the decision. Yeah, And you, you have to be willing to take that first step forward imperfectly which again goes against our brain's programming but it's like what do you think that first step is so for example if someone's like an entrepreneur and they want to create I'll even give you my example I started out as a relationship <laughs> which, which like makes me laugh now I'm like who was I I was in like my first relationship of like seven years I was like I'll help people buy relationships <laughs> anyway um not doing that anymore uh, luckily for everyone <laughs> but you know I had to be willing to be like I know I want to coach I know I want to help people this is like what I think I might want to do and then I did it and soon I was like oh like this isn't what I want to do and then I went into like focusing on anxiety and even from there Time Hackers has evolved to now this amazing coaching community from a willingness to start and to implement and to do things messy and to go out on my Instagram and be like hey I'm a relationship coach and then three months later be like, I'm not a relationship coach anymore. <laughs> like, you know, and we're so afraid of like, people are gonna like think that I'm flaky. Th these are things that came up for me. People are gonna think I'm flaky. People are gonna think, I don't know what I'm doing. It's gonna, I'm, ne I'm never gonna create clients, even though like no one was watching me then. Um, and even if they were, isn't it amazing to watch someone? Like it's a transformation. Well, that's why like, what was it like fitness yeah. and health and like all that kind of stuff. We love watching people like the book transform. And then to tie it into the other two steps, you are way more likely to let yourself do things messy when you already are kind to yourself and think highly of yourself and won't go into like, I'm a terrible person and I'm never going to succeed. And I'm going to beat myself up about it. Right. And then the quicker, when you have the skill of making quick decisions, you are able to like dodge, you know, and move quite quickly into, um, those different things. So these three together really are powerful. So implementation is really just like, I'm going to take an action based off of this yeah. decision, right? Even like, I'm thinking like when my brother went vegan, 
um, he'd like been, it was in the back of his head and then he was at a oh. wedding, right? And um, and like he had a thought or something came to him and they, they asked him what he wanted to eat and he was like, yeah, the vegan option. And that was it. He went vegan and never went back, but he'd been thinking about it. Wow for a while just not actually implementing right not actually committing and doing it actions louder than words louder i love that you said that you're kind of a reformed hustler now i mean chauncey and i are huge hustlers we're really big grinders and all of that kind of stuff so what exactly is a reformed hustler and i mean does that just mean that the hustle and the grind is like a myth yeah please tell us mm. <laughs> well I, I think and I and I like I love female hustlers I like it's kind of like highly ambitious mercy is highly ambitious doers starters get shit done us um but like I say I think somewhere along the way the language kind of got a bit confused because when you look at what hustle actually means, like to hustle someone. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. And or to hustle is to like force yeah. something along. Like it, it's kind of like, is that the energy we want to be doing things from? Or do we want to be learning how to create and optimize from ease? And, you know, it used to be, the way I see it is, there's a lot of like work hard hard work is amazing and hard work is amazing but we want to understand that like technology and the times have moved so fast that we don't actually need to work hard anymore and how I speak about hustle is not it's not doing 20 things in a day because two people someone can do 20 things in a day like it's possible but the person that I'm thinking of when I speak about being a reformed hustler myself, the version of me was the version of me that was doing 20 things in a day so that I, so that I, because I believed it would be better and I would be better once it was done because I believed that people would think of me higher because that's what I thought would get me the promotions or further along instead of like, like time hacking where it really is that self-concept of like, I'm in control, taking radical self-responsibility. I'm going to optimize my time in a world where it's easy to to be busy and fill it because not only do we have like 27 (laughs) different social apps and new ones. Notifications like crazy. We have access to notifications like crazy. Even like, you know, WhatsApp messages or text messages, like you can spend an hour in a day just going back and forth on that. So now the way I see it is the real you used to be able to differentiate yourself mm-hmm. by doing all the things that used to be like the the most yes. successful people were doing all the things and now I just want to invite people to think like if everyone is available 24 7 we can't differentiate ourselves that way anymore how do we differentiate ourselves by doing less creating more space in mm-hmm. our brain which allows for creativity kind of like even like daydreaming is daydream. daydreaming it's my favorite thing to do. I think I think yes. caught in like elementary school. She daydreams a lot, and I think that's a negative. But I thought that was a positive. Actually, you daydreaming is your brain creating something that doesn't exist instead of consuming something that does. And like I love the Einstein quote: "Imagination is more important than knowledge." And I think we want to balance it. And I love you know when we can infuse different knowledge from different um, cultures and different times in history and different you know and different subjects and create something but if all we are doing is consuming and replying 
then and and narrowing things down then we're not creating massive value for the world and i think the world is hungry now for creativity and new ideas and innovation so okay so where are the best time management strategies for success like where your best time like give us some help us <laughs> yeah. yeah so my whole thing that i teach is like time doesn't equal results and what I mean by that is so often we're like, things just take time. And so we give time all the responsibility for like creating results in our lives. And we give it all the credit. Like I was just, it was just there at the right time. And we want to stop doing that. And instead, when we separate out time equals results, it means even for hustlers, right? You don't have to like go meditate for an hour to get value and to feel nourished. And if we think that we do, because we think time is what creates us feeling relaxed, then we never pause because we're like, there's no point if I've only got five minutes. And what I teach and what I would love the listeners to know is five minutes can have a massive impact. Like I even have in Time Hackers something around like some 30 second strategies. Um, like five minutes is more than zero. And if the option is zero or five minutes every day, what do you think, like, true. what do you think true. is going to have the bigger impact? Very true. The five minutes, definitely, yeah. for sure. Like, you oh. need the five minutes. Like, just, if it's not yeah. more than five, just do something. Take five minutes at least. Yeah, and it can even be, like, it can literally be if, like, you're in a place of, like, feeling really anxious and, like, m you know, there's so many different things that we can do. Like, moving our body is a really good thing. Like, you can put on your favorite song, <laughs> get up off the desk and, like, dance and move your body a little bit and have fun instead of, like, I must go from my high anxious state into, like, meditating or I must go. So um, and that's the second point that I'll give everyone, which is a lot of what you'll read around time management is, like, a one-size-fits-all mass market approach. Yes. eat the frog first do the hardest thing first do the easiest thing first yes. get up at 5 a.m sleep nine hours like all of these rules and they're completely disempowering us from like i think you are the best person to know how you work best and are you willing to make decisions implement them and f and, and and figure it out and hack away at it until you realize like i actually love working friday mornings and i'm useless on a friday afternoon so i'm not going to <laughs> keep pushing on a Friday afternoon I'd rather do two hours on a Sunday or whatever it is I kind of started doing this thing and especially during the pandemic because I you know Vicky you and I have talked about this before too it's like I used to have that 20 things I need to do on my to-do list and so now I've kind of narrowed it down to like the top three things I must get done today and then it's like the three things I have to get done and then but the order changes daily in how I do it. It's like, okay, maybe yeah. I don't uh, feel like working out this morning. Okay, so I'm going to do one of the three things, go talk to my client, get all that stuff done. Then I'm going to see how I feel. Okay, I feel like working out. Okay, I need to work out today anyway. So I go and I work out and then I come back. And then, <laughs> then I'm like, okay, now I got two other things I got to take care of. Let's go do that really fast. And then that's yeah. it. But it's like, and then some days I wake up and I'm like, wow, I'm really rested. Like, let's go do some workouts. Let's go do something. And then you just like, I don't know. I always find it, it's easier for at least how I operate if it's constantly changing. Like, I know I have certain things I have to do, but the order in which I do them changes. The self-trust that you build with yourself when you are like, 
okay, there's three, I'm going to commit to these three things no matter what. And I trust myself to make the decision and to follow through on them instead of I have to decide on Sunday what my Friday is going to look like because I don't trust myself on Friday to make decisions and follow through on them. Like it's such a, and listen, if that works for people, which I know that it does, then fine. But for a lot of hustlers and go-getters and like we like to feel empowered and in control and feeling like a victim to calendar decisions that we made five days earlier is the opposite of feeling empowered so exactly what you're saying heather is kind of like the optimal strategy it's like to go through the three steps it's like you've built the trust in yourself and the self-concept of like i'm gonna get the three things that like you know, I, I'm going to get it done no matter what. You've made the decisions on the three things and then you're willing to like move it around and like kind of not have it, have it be messy basically. And you still trust yourself to get it done. So that's how it falls into those three steps. So we kind of yeah. talked about, you know, some strategies for time management and, and when it comes to success. Now we already talked about implementation. So mm -hmm. I want to go ahead and talk about the strategies we just talked about and then how to actually put them into practice. Because I know a lot of people, they're like, give me the list. What do yes. I need to do? Yeah, like, to what, do I, what questions do I need <laughs> yes. to ask myself? Like, what steps do I need to take? How do I how do I take these strategies and personalize them yeah. for me? So I love Let's that get you this ball rolling. With so what, the questions what are your tips? Ask myself, because I think Tell that's the, the difference between like, someone else tell me what to do versus what are the questions that I need to ask myself so that I can actually implement my sustainable time management strategies. So it can be things like, do I like to, do I want to start with, you know, with my work or myself or like, how do I want to start my day? And then when you, you can like write your to-do list or whatever it is or your three priorities and break it down into the steps. And then you want to be thinking like, how long, do I want this to take me? And be willing to give yourself less time. That's one of the tips that I'll give. Um, I always say things take as long as we fucking let them. That's not to say to expect ourselves to like write an, an amazing email <laughs> in five minutes. Um, but just be willing to play with like the brain's comfort to give ourselves an hour to do things that maybe could be done in 20 minutes. I had a client once, she had a presentation she thought it was an hour later and then people started logging on when she was practicing and she was like it was the best thing that happened because i was ready i just would have messed around for an hour rechecking and redoing and so i really encourage people to <laughs> tighten it um, and again not for everything so you want to be deciding what are you doing how long are you going to let it take you what time of the day are you going to do it when are you going to give yourself your five minute dance party or whatever the equivalent is do not skip over that when am i going to call it a day like where what what are my time boundaries so if you were to pick so one strategy and maybe you guys could even think about this now and and tell everyone like what do you think would be like the one the that first step of like this is one thing that i could actually implement today that would help me in my time management Oh, that's a good question. Mm -hmm. I would honestly look putting your phone in airplane mode to me was a good thing because I know I'm the kind of person to check emails as soon as I wake up in the morning, as soon as I go to bed. Like when I'm laying in bed trying to like watch TV and relax, I'm literally checking emails, Instagram stuff, or just doing anything for like that's not even like technically like fun stuff. Like I'm just like doing stuff for the blog or work emails. 
but I feel like even like cutting myself off at a certain time, just like at ten o'clock, and just like watch TV like a regular person and have my phone on my nightstand and not play with it, like just engage with something at one thing at a time would be great because I like to multitask a lot. And I'm a good multitasker, but I know it's unhealthy. Yeah, yeah. And I need Heather, your turn. <laughs> um, I think for me, I tend to do the like when I have something big I have to do, um, I procrastinate and do everything, <laughs> all the like small things first. And then sometimes I'll be like, Well, I wonder what's, you know, on Pinterest or whatever. <laughs> like just to avoid the, you know, getting started and diving in because here's the thing it's like I know once I do that like it's fine game over like I'm I'm committed I'm gonna finish it that kind of stuff but it's almost the getting started part so maybe what I start doing is that I don't know if I can do that first but quit I guess like recognizing when I'm like heading to like Pinterest or Instagram or something like that in in order to avoid yeah. getting started because I just don't feel like it yeah, right I now love that you or use something that like that. Because I do think sometimes we can't, it's kind of like, I was going to say like pre-drinks when you go out or like, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Yes, it's like <laughs> pre-gaming. <laughs> yeah. Throw it back to my college Like years. it's not always like, yes. Yes. I mean, like <laughs> It's kind of like, so you might decide like I actually want to give myself three things I'm allowed to do before leading into it so I can build momentum, but I know that the cutoff is three. Uh, or, you know, again, being willing to test it and be messy or whatever it is, um, because the problem sometimes isn't doing the little things, it's the self-criticism that comes with like, I should be doing this other thing. Um, yeah, like if you just Ooh, got rid of the, the guilt, guilt, you would already be in so momentum. True. Before we wrap up this conversation, do you have any little nuggets, words of wisdom when it comes to strategies uh, for time management with success and maybe just some things that personally people just need to be a little bit more aware of or maybe ask questions about themselves? Please, I'm listening. The biggest <laughs> time waster is self-criticism. Like the biggest time waster, it doesn't just, it's not just the time you spent criticizing yourself, you're then disempowering yourself. You're gonna make shitty, unsustainable choices. You're not gonna follow through on them. You're gonna hammer away your self-trust. You're gonna prioritize other people, all that bad stuff. So um, I just really wanted to put that out there because I know so many of us um, do that because we've been raised in this like, with this like pagan background that like values productivity over people. Um, so we just want to recognize that like, that might be where my mindset is now, but is that the mindset I want to leave for like the next generation? So it's really powerful to detach. Like, is this what I would say to my best friend? Is this what I would say to my niece? Like really just taking that pause because we are so critical to ourselves. Um, and like exactly what Heather said, let it be a game. Like what if it's just, what if life is meant to be fun and we just want to like test and see how yeah. to optimize it. And everything, like 99% of the things that you think are like so important and are worth your health or worth, um, you know, your sanity, like aren't that important. And no one would notice if it was like a day later or had a typo. Um, so we think being like, pushing ourselves is going to speed us up. But when you, it's like creating friction. And when you like 
celebrate yourself and cheer yourself. It's kind of like that teacher in school that you really liked. You, you showed up differently to that class than the one that was always shouting at you. So that's yeah. like the biggest time hack, mm -hmm. the biggest, the number one thing with time is, well, I'll just dro drop this and then we'll close it, but time management is mind management because time is a man-made concept. And 20, we know that 24 hours doesn't equal results for anyone because we all get different things done in 24 hours. And the difference is in the mind and those three steps that we spoke about today, how you think about yourself, how quick you make decisions and implement them and how you show up in the face of failure. Oh my gosh. That was amazing. That was oh great. my goodness. <laughs> Mic drop done. Let's play it. Play it. Because like you just gave me everything I need to know and then some. So thank you. Vicky, you've done it again. You oh help me one God. day at a time. <laughs> Vicky Louise coming through with some words of wisdom right some there. Knowledge. And Dropping that knowledge on people. Right, right. To wrap it up. Thank you so much thank for being you. here with us. It's always a pleasure to have you on and to talk to you about these things that affect all of us. Um, so until next time, Play Nation, we will see you later. <laughs> Have a good day.